You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Simulcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Welcome to Week 16 Championship Week of your fantasy football season. Hopefully, all of you are playing for a title this week. I know the three of us have things on the line, so definitely one last week of getting ready to set these lineups. Check the link. Obviously, today is Tuesday. You know what we do. We look at Week 15's wide receivers, running backs, tight ends, and quarterback ones. Let you know how they finished up when you needed them to most. And we'll give out our Week 15 game balls. And I also want to talk today about, first let me say hello to the co-host, <laughs> All In Kid, Jake Seeley. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Corey. Uh, congratulations as well. Uh, thank you very much. You uh, Also, you deserve a congratulations. Knocking off Adam Ronis in the uh, Flex Cup in the uh, half-point PP. Thanks, Eli. That's and, why you got the jersey behind you. Ah, Henry. there you go. So shout out to Eli Manning for that. And it's always good to beat Adam Ronis, Jake, because Adam Ronis thinks he's the best to ever do it. So it's always good to knock him out. Hey, you know what? You know, credit to him, though. Within five minutes, I got a text message saying congratulations. Really? That's not unlike yep. Adam Ronis to congratulate anybody. <laughs> I'm sure he's probably got a lot of decision he'll be crying about. But I'll make sure I tease him a little bit later on today. Matt Matika, my man, what's going on? How are we looking going into Week 16? Uh, we're looking good. We're feeling strong. I'm hoping to really take down this Staten Island Home League. And I am welcoming the text from my friend, my partner in crime. Nice. He's an animated character. Put that <laughs> so there you go right there. Obviously, we're going to get the telephone lines open in a little bit. Want to hear from you, 844-843-6879. Win, lose, draw, whatever the case may be. And plus, I have another question that I need to ask you guys today when you call up the, television, the, 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 the radio program. What the hell are we going to do now? We got one more week of fantasy football left. What in the hell are we going to do now? Like, after that Monday night game went off last night, I was, like, twiddling my thumbs, and I was like, um, well, who the Knicks play to tomorrow night? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, the Warriors on TV tomorrow night? That's where we've gotten to. What are we going to do now? Matt, what the hell are we going to do now when fancy football's over? Let's keep drafting uh, baseball teams. That's what I'm going to be doing. You've already started. Start, dra- start talking about the NFL draft. Yeah, there you go. Start talking about the NFL draft. That's fun. Free agency. Free agency. Because I was, we talked a little free agency this morning, thinking about how great Josh Gordon would be out there in the Bay Area with Gucci Garoppolo, <laughs> the two of them hooking up, you know what I'm saying? You're liking that, huh? I love the Gucci Garoppolo <laughs> nickname. I'm going with that one. I'm going with Gucci Garoppolo. Matter of fact, Don Burns, let's get some Gucci man roll of the day. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Gucci Garoppolo. But no, yeah. really, fully, <laughs> fully, fully, you know, really, though, I don't know what I'm going to do without fantasy football because we still got the senior bowl coming up. You got the combine, but we still got to wait for that. What am I going to watch on TV? What am I going to do on Wednesday nights instead of instead of well, doing two hours worth of waiver wire? You feel what I'm saying? We, we <laughs> do have the uh, college playoff coming up. And yeah, stuff. that's right. Nice that's fun. Some the bowl still, season. Some still you got the college playoff. You feel what I'm saying? That's all fun stuff. Uh, I'm sure, yeah. you know, the Rangers I'll are playing well now. I'm not, I'm not a Ranger guy. I don't watch <laughs> ice hockey. I'm sorry I don't do that. I'm not into that. Ice hockey. 
All right, so we're off and rolling. I want to know what you're going to do when football's over, 844 I need some ideas. When we come back on the other side, we start to break down the quarterback one from week number 15. It's Fancy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. FNTSY Radio. Atlanta Falcons, Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night. Thanks, Buccaneers, for nothing. <laughs> Needed you to knock Atlanta off, upset Atlanta, put the Dallas Cowboys clearly back in the playoff race. They couldn't get it done. Oh, what about Mike Florio? He had, he had Jameis and Mike Evans going last night. Shout out to Mike Florio, him and the all-in kid meet next week in the Flex Championship. Devontae Freeman, I'm saying they're doing the Roto Experts, Runs like he should be in the NFC in the AFC North. When the, when he lowers his pads and he hits you, the the noise that comes out of the television is very frightening, very frightening, Matt. I but I like young running backs that run like this though. I understand you know Freeman with the concussions and stuff. They ask him about it, he was like, "I'm not changing my running style." You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. CTE waiting to happen. God forbid, but. Devontae Freeman is a, is a guy that I don't mind having on my fantasy teams. I'll keep going back to him. I don't think he's a first-round guy. I think he's a second-round guy. He'll, he should improve next year. You know, second year in that offense if Sarkeesian is back. I love Devontae Freeman, 100% honest with you, Matt Matika. Yeah, I mean, you have to like him. And the, the only negative is the concussions yeah. that he's suffered. But otherwise, he's a hell of a player, right? You know, he's going to be... In that end of the first round, maybe early second round, depending upon how it shapes up. I don't want to put, yeah. you know, I we think there's like a top seven or yeah. so. We don't know what's going to happen with Saquon Barkley and stuff like that, depending on these players could land in very good situations and push them up over some other players. So you don't know how we don't know how that's going to play out yet, Jake. But I'm down to go back to the kid next year, the way he runs, catch the football, even though he's not catching as many, didn't catch as many passes this year. But he gets all the work in the goal line, runs excellent between the tackles. The Falcons seem to make a commitment to the run, except for when they need it to the most, if you know what I mean. Not to go there, Falcons fans, but 28-3. Jake, I love the kid. I'm, I'm Dade County produces great running backs, and Devontae Freeman is one of them. Yeah, he's definitely a great talent, but the problem is Tevin Coleman's still around, and Tevin Coleman's still the guy's rookie contract that goes through next year. He's still on that, and it goes four years, and he's going to be back, and he'll be back this season alone. I would love Tev- I would love Devontae Freeman if Tevin Coleman wasn't around, but the fact is he is. So he's on the bottom end of the RB1 tier for me just because of the inconsistency of not knowing when Tevin Coleman's going to do his thing, when Tevin Coleman's going to steal a touchdown from him. So I love him. I wish we got more games like last night more consistently. But the talent is undeniable. The concussions, as Matt mentioned, is a little bit of a concern, too. But that's all these factors of why he's a low-end RB1 and why he's not a high-end RB1. Because if it was just the backfield to himself like last night, he'd probably be in the top five discussion. Let me ask you this, Jake. If you rock Tevin Coleman as your RB2 all season in the PPR, was that a, would, you, was that, would, would you consider that a successful season? 
Uh, I don't. Well, this is tough to say because I never wanted to do that in the first place. True. I don't even care. I don't even care if I went wide receiver heavy. I still never wanted to do it in the first place. So I, I think that if you look at what he did when he was on the field, I think you would call that successful. But at the same time, he's had inconsistencies, and now he's been missing time too. So he he's been. I don't know that you could ask for. If you have three wide receivers and a running back, and then he's your RB two yeah, and a PPR, a I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you can complain too much. I had him in GST, and I rocked him as my RB two for a good majority of the season. I think I grabbed him in the sixth round, matter of a PPR. It was weeks where I played him. I was like, okay, comfortable with the ten points and stuff, but it always looked like it was going to go away at some point. I don't want to say for a six-round draft pick he was a bust. I don't think Coleman was a bust because I damn sure was starting him. You feel what I'm saying? But maybe I should have been doing something else at that point in time. No, I mean, Coleman you wanted as your RB2, not your RB1. Yeah. I had him as a two, though, but that, those teams didn't make the playoffs. Look, he... You can't blame it on him, We, we short... We, uh, we had this discussion on, on old, old school. school. Yeah. Before Freeman was uh, had, the, had the concussion and stuff... We were basically saying it's time to get off of Tevin Coleman. Mm-hmm. We saw it with a player like James White later on, too. Yep, we, same thing. But then Coleman got the work, and he he produced for you. But once Freeman has come back, even though he got injured in that game, it was over for Tevin Coleman. Julio Jones last night. Typical Atlanta Falcons Julio Jones night for the season. What was it, 5 for 40-something, whatever, no touchdown. Mohamed Sanu also coming up, you know, doing his thing. You started him. You know, Just a couple opportunities. The fact is, Matt Ryan threw some that it just the coverage is just terrible decisions by Matt Ryan at points. Jake, this morning, Greg said, Mr. Sussman said that Julio Jones reminded him of a tight end. He's all big. He's banged up. Every time he go down, he kind of labors to get up. Would you agree with that assessment? Not with the whole tight end that people are going to think of, because people who think tight end are also going to think somebody can't get behind you. He's got the speed. He's got everything you want. This is why, if ever 100%, you could argue that Julio Jones could be at the top of the league, even ahead of Antonio Brown. The problem is he's mm-hmm. never 100%. That's the biggest issue. And you saw, he went down, he left the game. Uh, I don't know. I could understand where Greg's coming from with that, but at the same time, I think Julio Jones is just his own animal. It's, it's, he's just always banged up. He's always getting hurt. His body, you know, this, we see this a lot of times with big wide receivers. A lot of times they fall off the cliff, the injury cliff. At some point in their career, they hit that 30, 31, 32-year-old mm-hmm. age, and their body can't handle it because they're bigger. It's similar to Yao Ming in basketball is yeah. why his career was so short. Your body can't handle it when you're that size. So the thing is, is though, I think it's a lot more to do with this offense and Matt Ryan, and things just aren't clicking with them this year. Yeah, I think so, too. Jake, I had mentioned, uh, and Matt agreed with this, I think when you look at, and we don't want to project ahead too far because obviously things will change, but as they stand right now, we don't have the influx of new talent. We haven't had free agency. We're just going off of what we know. I say Julio Jones is the back of the first round guy. Not a top five, not a top seven guy. A back of the first round guy, a guy that you would like better on the turn. Me, myself, particularly as a wide receiver, too. Absolutely. I, I don't disagree with you at all. I don't know that you'll be able to get him as a wide receiver, too. But if you could get him, if you have to take him in the end of the first round and then pair him right back up yeah. with, Michael I don't Thomas. know, Michael Thomas. Yep. Yeah, but I, I was just about to say that, but I don't know if Michael Thomas lasts that long next year. People are smart to see the consistency he's had this year. But anyway, that kind of wide receiver where you know that other number one wide receiver you're getting is that trustworthy every week option, not getting hurt, doesn't have an injury history, doesn't have two-point games. Like, you don't want a Tyreek Hill with Julio Jones. You want somebody like him. And Michael Thomas is the perfect name, but it's just, I don't know that you're going to be able to get both of them. It'd be terrific <laughs> if you could. 
Oh, excuse me, man. All right. <coughs> yeah. Choked up over Michael Thomas. I like <laughs> <All right>. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, I'm, I'm down with Michael Thomas uh, in that first round. I think he's given everybody with. I, I never got the. The hate, like people are like, oh, he hasn't returned first-round value. First off, he was going very late in the first round, early second round. And when you compare him to the other wide receivers that went ahead of him, say uh, Jordy Nelson, a Mike Evans, I mean, even Julio's disappointed. But he's been consistent. There was that one game versus the Lions where he put up like a four spot for you that, you know, you had the right to complain. But otherwise... I'm the, it's, and PPR is number four wide receiver. That's yeah, crazy. Right, I'm, look, I'm, that's crazy. You just, but as if you are, as, as an owner, you're like, okay, that's not what you expect from WR four. Matt, on the other side of the football, I, you, you know, I don't mind pulling out my receipts. Everybody knows how high I was on Jameis Winston this year, and I said it in the Roto Experts. I will go back to him again next year. Depending on, you know, I think the coach could be different next year. Mm-hmm. Depending on if they bring somebody in there offensive-minded or something like that, and you get that push. Obviously, he needs to look inside, or he needs to look at the man in the mirror, too, with the turnovers and the immaturity. But for the most part, I don't want to say disastrous, but for guys like myself and others that went in on Jameis, I'm not satisfied, to be honest with you. No, it, it I made left, a mistake. It left a bad taste in your mouth, but I, I'm kind of with you. Watching that game, even before he threw, the, he completed having like three touchdowns. Whatever, yeah. I was saying to myself, "This is a guy I could see myself being back in on next year." Yeah. And last night he looked good. He was moving in the pocket real well. Uh, I like the fact that he hasn't made excuses. When asked, you know, have you made, have you progressed in year three? He said no. Winning and he look, he knows. I, I think there's talent here. The fact that he has Mike Evans. O.J. Howard next year, I think, takes a big step. Yeah. He's a guy that I'm... You need a running back. That they do. I mean, look, the best thing that could happen is just moving away from Doug Martin. Get the hell out of Doug Martin. that's over. Move on from Quiz. You know, I mean, you want to keep Peyton Bobbitt. I know I understand O.J. Howard is a a generational talent, but they should have drafted Dalvin Cook. They could have really used him on maybe a guy like CMC. I think a running back needs to be a priority in Tampa Bay next year. Maybe it is Saquon Barkley. Who knows, Jake? But when I look at the Buccaneers, I think a running back is needed. When I look specifically at Jameis, I had him overrated going into this year. I think I had him as my quarterback six. Didn't live up to expectations. Everything that you've hit on, that you've said so far about him has been right with the immaturity and stuff like that. But when you look ahead and try to spin it forward, we do think a possible coaching change is coming. What do you think is best for that organization? Somebody to coach up Jameis or somebody that can get that defense straight? Well, I think you need both. And honestly, if you're talking about what you're going to do for a franchise, though, you would go with the quarterback first. There's still talent here as evidenced from last night. And that's the perfect example of why you don't give up on Jameis Winston yet. It's also why you don't give up on Marcus Mariota yet. You know, there's been questions of, oh, do the Titans move on from Mariota? Do the Bucks move on for Jameis Winston? And, you know, there's certainly arguments to be made if next year continues down the path that we've seen this year for both of them but at least you know Mariota had a bounce back week this week it wasn't as good as Winston's but both of these quarterbacks are in the same discussion both of these quarterbacks for fantasy purposes we had inside the top 10 all right there you go 844-843-6879 is Don Burns go ahead and open the telephone lines we come back we want to talk to you we'll get into our quarterback ones for the week it's fantasy football frenzy on FNTSY radio have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis. Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 
Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. A beat on the beat. It's a thing. Fancy football frenzy. FNTSY radio, also a thing. Need to know what y'all doing once football is over because I need some ideas. I got to look and see what NBA games on tonight. I just completed my uh, trip to Vegas in uh, March. There you go. There you go. Trip to Vegas. I would want to go out there join for March Madness. Uh, I will be here in New York for March Madness. I'll do the New York uh, part of the NFBC. Oh, that's right. And then you know, the following, I'll leave a Wednesday. I'm coming, taking the red eye out Saturday night. We are concerned. going to drafts in Las Vegas in the National Fantasy Baseball Championship. Got to work to do, Matt. Got to get ready. Mm-hmm. But you got that covered. That I do. All right. I'm trying, like I said, I'm going to look at the schedule and find out what basketball game on tonight. I really have no football work to do. My lineup for week 16 is just about setting itself. The only option, the only lineup decision that I have, well, I got a couple of decisions I got to make this week. Number one, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Matt Stafford. I really like Matt Stafford this week. Obviously, we got to see what the situation with Rodgers is, if he is going to be able to go, if he is active, because they were eliminated from the playoffs last night, so there's really no reason to throw him out there. And also, I need to know what to do with. A.J. Green and, and Robbie Anderson. I really want to sit A.J. Green. I really, really want to sit A.J. Green. This son of a gun, I know he's going to give me a four. But then Robbie Anderson give me a four, too. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? I don't know, Jake. It's too early to check the link, but... No, uh, it's not. Robbie Anderson's facing Casey Hayward. The Lions secondary has been pretty good, but I'm not sitting A.J. Green for Robbie Anderson. Man, A.J. Green has been stinking to join up, though, Jake. They've waved the white flag. To and so is Mike Evans and what happened yesterday. Yeah, you can true. go either way. One can, one cannot. You know, DeAndre Hopkins, a touchdown away from not having a good day with T.J. Yells, but he, he, but he did show up and provided. You can go either way. It could hit. It could not hit. It's what we talk about all year, though, Corey, is this is why you don't bench those guys. It's because... If they do this on your bench, you're just going to be in for it. You know, last year, you gotta go last year in week 16, I had a line of decision to make between, and A.J. Green was out, had a line of decision to make between Derrick Henry and Brandon LaFell. And Brandon LaFell had that long-ass touchdown <laughs> run, and I was trying to get to the, to the stadium to trip him. You know what I'm saying? And here we go again this year. My thoughts, you know, I'm, you know that $2 bill? I'm superstitious, Matt. So I was like, wow, I don't want another Bengal wide receiver to kill me two years in a row. You feel what I'm saying? Well, maybe this is the year it's reversed. I got to reverse the curse. I don't know. I'm, I'm already banking that we won this uh, Staten Island yeah, championship. $3 bill? <laughs> they should make a $3 bill. You can slide that right into the machine at the, at, at, at the MTA. Yeah, I'm already kind of banking that we won this Staten Island championship. Oh, you're already counting the money? I'm counting the money. I just booked myself a first-class ticket. So I'm the money. <laughs> Man, I said, oh, I'm going to win this Staten Island League. Let me sit in first class. It's the only way to fly. All right, Cam Newton, quarterback, one on the week. Excellent job by Cam Newton. He's over there next to Matt. 
Quarterback two on the week. Eli Manning, how about that? <laughs> and shout out to Eli Manning, likely his last time being a QB1 in fantasy. Jameis Winston, QB3. A little bit too, a little too late, brother. Blake Bortle Service. That's what my man Spittin' Speeds calls him. Blake Bortle Service. Hey, Jake, I was telling Matt and Greg earlier, remember the preseason? Jalen Ramsey had liked that post about other quarterback options for Blake Bortles. Uh, yeah. Allen Robinson was cursing Sun out for overthrowing them. And everything looked... They were talking about benching Blake Bortles during the preseason. And Remember now, Chad Henney? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole thing. <laughs> yeah, for Chad Henney. The whole thing was negative on Blake Bortles. And now we look at week 15 and Blake Bortles is like the talk of the NFL. Yeah, he is. But I still think that the trepidation of anybody owning him and starting him, I understand it. Like, I even put it in the waiver column that's on Roto Experts right now this week is Nick Foles I wanted last week. I want Nick Foles over him this week. I tr- Yes, it's only a second start. I still trust Nick Foles more than I trust Blake Bortles because I'm not worried about Nick Foles going out there and throwing three interceptions and 120 yards. Blake Bortles could go full pumpkin on us any given week, and he's looked great. He's looked great for a long time now. But that only bad game that he had in this stretch run over the last seven games was against the Browns, a defense you should be able to exploit passing the ball. So it's just still that trustworthiness is I don't know if it's there. And i got to be honest with you, I don't know that the Jaguars don't still look at Eli Manning with Tom Coughlin there next year if Eli Manning is gone from the Giants. I can see that happening too, Matt. Uh, I don't know, but who's next year? I mean, right? who's, who's, Who's played better this year, Blake Bortles or Eli Manning? Probably Blake Bortles. I don't think Eli was good last year neither. I'm, I'm just. I'm I not trying to. He was I'm not good, trying to be honest with no, you. No, no, but he, look, he he was good. I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to say that. Uh, two years ago, he had a big year, but I I don't know. I, I think Bortles, if you have the running game and the defense, and what he was able to do, look, he didn't have Allen Her- He didn't have Marquise Lee, Allen Hearns, uh, Allen Robinson. He didn't really and he have got the job done. I look. I understand it was a subpar. Texan secondary and stuff like that. But look. Nick Foles comes in as quarterback five. St. Nick Foles. Brock Osweiler comes in as quarterback six. A lot of the top quarterbacks in fantasy this week on the waiver wire. Just full, full disclosure. Tyrod Taylor comes in as, as, as uh, QB seven. Aaron Rodgers comes in as QB eight. He put up QB one numbers this week. Joe Flacco, oh my lord, comes in as quarterback nine. It's going to be a lot of Joe Flacco calls this week. My man at quarterback ten, you already know, Gucci Garoppolo. Case Keenum is QB 11. Derek Carr, <laughs> quarterback 12. That does not mean you should play him. 844-843-6879. Let's get ready to break the seal on it. And please, everybody, tell me. Let us let us get the good news right now. Q, you are playing in the championship, aren't you, Q? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, there sir. you go. Shout out to Q. Nice job, Q, making that championship. What you got, Q? How's everything going, brother? Who did it for you? Well, I'm playing in three championships. Nice. And uh, Todd Gurley got me knocked out in one of them, and then Antonio Brown, he got hurt. I got knocked out another one. So, but, um, I think it was a combination of everybody, you know, just on the team, man. Mm-hmm. I pulled out, I pulled out one out of the my key because um, I didn't put in Christian McCaffrey that I had in uh, Alfred Morris, but I still got it by two points. Nice. Yeah. So that's good, Q. You got I got it. Right, what, what, what do you got, Q? It's Tuesday. It's very early, Q. You know this already, but I want to hear this. I want to hear this. <laughs> Q, I'm glad you made it. because yeah, Early in the season, Q, I was worried if you was going to last throughout the whole thing, Q. You know what I'm saying? But I see that. You you, you, you got three teams in the championship. You're doing better than me. 
Matter of fact, remember when our that that, that lead that started off zero and three? I'm actually the championship. There you go. Q. It can happen. Yeah. So you, I mean, sticking with you guys, you really, yeah. That that that's really that because he's on it. Thank you very much. You I got a question. All right, what we got? Well, y'all talked about Nick Foles. I heard Jake talk about Nick Foles. I wonder if I should start Nick Foles over Matt Ryan, man. Nick Foles over the Nick Foles over Matty Ice. Nick Foles at home. Eagles have not clinched anything yet, but they clinched the NFC East. They still got home field to play for. I would go Nick Foles over Matty Ice. Matty Ice has the Saints on um, Medica. Yeah, yeah I, I hate to say it, but I'd go Nick Foles too. Saint Nick, Jake over Matty Ice. No. Oh, he's midnight. not doing it. Oh, it's not. Oh, that's right. It's midnight. midnight my bad. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Q, what else you got, Q? No. Uh, so what? What did Jake say? I didn't hear. He Jake told said you midnight. Midnight when the link when the link at midnight. Q. We had that answer for you tomorrow. We got to wait for the link. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So that, that, listen, I ain't gonna, I just want to thank you guys. Let you know what's going on, man. I, I'll give you all the call probably tomorrow. All right. Cool. Good looking out. Q A 44843 And congratulations, Q. Making three championships. Jimmy is in Ohio. What's up, Jimmy? Give us the good news. Yeah, I'm um, in the championship game. Nice, nice job, Jimmy. Good, good work out of Jimmy in Ohio. Who did it for you? Uh, well, I was down by 36 uh, last night, and then I had uh, Devontae Freeman and nice. James Winston. Don, oh, look at coming! And, uh, look at how my look, James, James Winston <laughs> getting it done for you when you needed him the most. Shout out to James for getting it done for you, Jimmy. William, what else we got going on? What you What are you going to do without football, Jimmy? Uh, I don't know. It's oh, it's yeah. crazy. Same thing. Uh, yeah, at least I got my calves to. <laughs> there you go. You got the Cavs there. That's not bad. Uh, They'll probably be in the Eastern Conference, at least the Eastern Conference Finals again. I hope so. Well, I had a question. We can still pick. We can still pick up on the waiver wire. Uh, I got Olsen out there and uh, Randall Cobb. Um, so I'm hoping for like some some word on Rogers by the end of the day. Um, He's not going to play. Basically, what I'm wondering, um, I, I have Gronk. Should I roll Gronk? I know Jake's against this, but, like, Gronk and uh, Olsen in my flag. The Corey Parson offense? I'm all uh, for the Corey Parson offense, especially when it's <laughs> Gronk and, and, and Greg Olsen. Greg Olsen come back looking nice and I have, healthy. I, I have punches, and I can't – I don't know to trust him this week with his 2.9 and PPR. Yeah, that hurt He's me. going against Tampa Bay. Yeah, and Funches has a very good matchup this week, so – I think I would probably start funching over or oh, both of them. Well, no, they don't play on the same team no more. I'm, no, they do. Two Carolina you talking about Funches or Olsen? I mean, and you have flex. Gronk's in there, right? Yeah. Gronk's in at the tight end position. So who's his wide receivers? I mean, I'm starting Funches this week. I, 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 have, I, want uh, to. I have Keenan Allen, who's a question mark. Uh, I have Jarvis Landry, who's going against uh, KC. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, I have Crowder who's going against Denver, which I'm kind of worried about. And then uh, Funches. Okay, so uh, how many can you start? Three wide receivers, or two? Yeah, three three receivers and a flex and PPR. So. So Funches, Jarvis. Oh, I'm trying to think who else he said. There was somebody. Who's the first? I keep. Oh, Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen. So that would be Allen, my right? three if Keenan Allen plays. <laughs> and then I guess it would come down to if you go in Crowder or Olsen. Yeah, um, that's why I'm... 
Oh, Funches. Oh, Funches is in the lineup already. Funches is in my lineup. Yeah, Funches needs to go in the lineup. Now you're talking about Crowder or Olsen. I'll start Olsen over Crowder. Now, if if Keenan Allen doesn't play, you, you, well, then it's, it's a whole different. Like I said, we still got plenty of week to go, so this is right, just like exercise right now. But Jake did uh, chime in that he does not believe that Aaron Rodgers will play, so I'm going to come back on the other side. We're going to knock out some more of your phone calls. I want to get Jake thoughts on Aaron Rodgers this week, also on Randall Cobb, considering the situation that's going on in Green Bay with the Packers. So we'll break that down when we come back. FNTSY Radio. Um, still got some more people on the telephone lines. We got some lines open too. I need to know what y'all going to do after football. I need some ideas. 844-843-6879. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Taking your recommendations, what I should do without football. James on Twitter hits me up and tells me to get back in the gym. I don't know if that was a personal <laughs> shot or, or was, why you was atting me like that, James. But this is actually not a bad idea, James. This knee is killing me. I'm having to stretch this joint out all the time. I might throw it up here on the table in a little bit, but that's how comfortable we are. So, um, Aaron Rodgers. Jake, you don't think he's going to go this week? My thing is they pay, no. him to, they, pay, they pay him to play football. Go out there and play. They pay him to be the franchise quarterback and win games in the future, and there's no upside here at all. It's only downside. There's no reason to put him out there. I, I, I think it's all up to Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to have the final say. He went and got the surgery for them. He could have got it. He could have healed without the surgery, but this was in order to come back and hopefully give them a chance to make the playoffs. I understand what Jake's saying, you know, what's what's the upside, what's the play here, but I get what you're saying too. You know, he is a football player, yeah. he wants to play. He He's back, so I think he will have the ultimate decision in my opinion. My cousin in the A, he broke his collarbone a couple months ago. He showed me the x-ray. He had They had put three, like, screws in it. So I guess that's what the same thing. But he put 13 in Aaron Rodgers' joint, and he only got three. He was in a motorcycle accident, so y'all be careful out there. Riding those motorcycles, crotch rockets. Never been my thing. Never <laughs> been a motorcycle. That's what it is. It's a crotch rocket. Never been a motorcycle guy. No, me, me neither. I seen scary. When I was a kid, my uncles, friends, they all. I mean, these were big guys, tough guys, and I've seen big guys get really hurt on them. Yeah. And I, was like, eh. I don't want screws in my. It's not even on. you driving it. You got to worry about people in cars. Yeah, you got to worry about the people. You don't. You end up in they in they in they back seat. You know what I'm saying? And that's not where you were meant to be. All right. Getting back in the gym, it, 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 whatever. I was thinking about doing a little play, taking some golf lessons. What do you think about that, Jake, as a way to something to do without football, taking golf lessons? <laughs> Don't do it. No, it's not worth it. No. Trust me from experience. It's, well, it's expensive to start playing golf, and then it's just it takes way too much to get good at it. It's not a short. It's, you need something more short term. If you want to do some golf, I'm with you. Oh, you do. We'll go down to the, we'll hit some balls. Chelsea and Pairs. Stuff. Yeah, I'm down with that. I, before I left New York, 
I, I got into it. I'd never really played for like the last year or two I was there. And then I lived in like California, yeah. Hawaii. A lot of golf out there. Never played golf. Really? Why you was out? But then you played in Chelsea Pierce. <laughs> All right. It's different. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. I'm taking your um your suggestions for what I should do to get away. I mean, to help me fill this void. Here's, here's my suggestion. Stop oh. asking a lot of questions on Tuesday morning. <laughs> we don't even have Thursday football this week. You oh, have that's time. Right. Yeah, we don't have no Thursday games, so we do have time. We got Saturday, 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 Saturday to make. Yeah. Oh wow. R e l a x. Relax. Oh, breathe. that's Darren Rogers' words. Congratulate. Congratulations, but breathe. Darren's in Philadelphia. What up, Darren? Yo, what up, Darren? What's up? What are we doing in Week 16? Well, I'm in the championship, nice. baby. Nice, Darren. You an Eagle they, uh, fan? Uh, no, I'm a Cowboy fan. Ah, good, good. That's a good man, Darren. <laughs> Tampa Bay could have really did us uh, a favor cool. last night. Yeah, they did. What should I do without so, football, uh, I Darren? I made it. Uh, yo, try some basketball. All right. <laughs> All right, that's simple. All right, okay, what we got, Darren? <laughs> All right, so I made it because of Kareem Hunt and Michael Crabtree. Nice. Uh... But I lost Keenan Allen that week. Mm-hmm. I lost Devontae Adams and Marquise Lee. Well, you still won? Sucks. And I still won. Thanks to the Rams putting a stop on my component. Uh, he had Russell Wilson. Oh, okay. And, and Mike Davis. Yeah, sounds like my team. So thank you to the Rams. Sounds like a Scott team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Darren, you, we, Keenan Allen's been upgraded to probable, so we know that we know that much already. The Marquise Lee thing, I think that's looking bleak for this week. Who else you got that was hurt? Devontae Adams. Devontae uh, Adams. Yeah, you got to put. You got, lot, you got a lot. You got a lot. That's a player that should not play the rest of the season. Yeah, Devontae Adams needs to take the take the rest of the year off because we don't want Devontae he proved, Adams. He proved everything he needed to prove this yeah, season. Yeah, he's he's a. Uh, we don't want him getting too uh, banged up out there. But these concussions are very dangerous. So, who you, you need somebody off the waiver wire, don't you? Who's out there, Darren? All right. So the two people I saw that was on the waiver wire was um, my man Cole from uh, Oh Lord from Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, and Wright from Chicago. Kendall Wright and what's his son's name? is Keon Cole, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Keelan. Keelan yeah, Cole. exactly. Keelan Cole and then Kendall Wright. I know Kendall Wright had a good game a couple weeks ago. Did he have another good game this week? I mean, he's facing yep. the Browns, but this is a PPR league? Uh, PPR. I would go with Kendall Wright over the Keon, the, over the Keontae or whatever his name is, <laughs> over Kevin Cole or whatever, you know, whatever son name is. Keelan. I would, Keelan Cole. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> I would go with, uh, I would go with um, Kendall Wright. I was on Kendall Wright way back in the beginning of the season. Then, obviously, it was, I was embarrassed, so I got off of him because he didn't do nothing. But now Kendall Wright is coming up for Trubisky, and I don't know. I, I, Jake, I can't trust uh, Keelan Cole. Because? Because he's like a no-name wide receiver for the Jaguars? He's the number two. They have no Hearns, no Lee. I think, it, look, if it, it, because it's a PPR, Kendall Wright's probably going to be a better to play. But, again, guess what? I haven't even started the rankings yet. So stop asking. Kendall Wright's got 24 <laughs> targets, 17 receptions the last two weeks. There you go, Darren. Doesn't Let's- have 200 yards, though. No, no, he does. He doesn't have a two that that two hundred. That. That's the elephant in the room. That two hundred yard game Cole just put up. But now, I, I I think when you look to waiver wire, I think uh, Kendall Wright be somebody that can help you. I don't think we can go Randall Cobb because um, we're not going Randall Cobb with uh, 
with um oh lord what's the man name Brett Online. Huntley yeah Brett Huntley I don't have the exact stat in front of me but the Bears have been favored like I don't know maybe four times maybe five while John Fox has been a coach wow. at home and they've lost every game wow <laughs> John Fox will be looking for employment <laughs> they've lost every one of those so is this this might be the week that the Browns can really actually win a game Jake would you trust picking up and starting Randall Cobb if Brett Hundley is the quarterback? Depends on what my situation is, but yeah, he's going to probably be the best option because Jordy Nelson's going to be stuck. Yep. Um, Xavier <laughs> Rose. Yep, he's going to be stuck with Xavier Rose. So Randall Cobb, and that you know what? Randall Cobb already has some chemistry with Brett Hundley before. There you go. For a touchdown, two games, or th- well, so two, he had a touchdown, no touchdown, and a touchdown last week with Rogers. So three games ago, he had a touchdown with Hundley. What do you think, Matt? Hunley to Cobb. Uh, I would try to avoid it. I, I, don't, I don't. It's not. It's not a knock on Cobb. I just if it's Aaron Rodgers, no Devontae Adams. I just want to avoid the Packers. To be honest with you. The whole thing, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't think we can roll Jamal Williams back out there no more. Matter of fact, if you played Jamal Williams last week, you, your team probably got snatched from you. Like your team got snatched from mine this week. Shout out to Andrew Tress. He, he did the snatching of my uh, GST auction team. Beat me down pretty good. I believe the final score was something like 165 to 110. He beat up on the fantasy executive, and he did what he said he was going to do. He renamed his team Jake Seeley Knows Best. So I had to look at that all day on Sunday. <laughs> that sucked, Matt. I guess he doesn't have to name it uh, Tony Sincata Knows Best. No, Tony was saying he beat him last year and if he beats him this year in the championship. Would he rename his, Would he change his name to Tony Knows Oh, Best? yeah. That was, that was a nice quip by Tony. I guess, I guess Truck put it into that. Yeah, but Tony's undefeated team. Just like I said, you knew that undefeated team was going to fall in week 15. I mentioned it to him like a week ago on Fantasy Gold, and I was like, maybe you want to lose a game before? I'm very superstitious. I just don't Mm -hmm. think there's anything that's going, especially in competitive leagues like that. So shout out to Andrew. He he takes that down. He changed the team name. And see, I'm so superstitious. When he changed the team name, I was like, oh, he's going to lose. He been rolling with the same team name all year. (laughs) So then when he changed the team name, I was like, bam, I got him. You know what I'm saying? But then after that... You, you with, throw sh- like salt over your shoulder and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> like, I, like, oh, yeah. Oh, my wife was doing that the other day. I don't know. I knocked, I knocked it over. Yeah. She's throwing, I'm like, you're throwing stuff in my face. Like, you're <laughs> my, it's in my eye <laughs> No, I'm like that. Like, you burn sage. I'm very superstitious. All of that stuff is... is you knock on wood and all that? Yeah, knock content. on wood. I do all of that stuff. I'm superstitious. Wow. I like to do things the same wow. way. You do got that voodoo in you. You've, yeah. you've, you've, you've derailed a couple of seasons for some yeah. good play. I I have. I had to. I had to stop. I had to slow Ronis down. And his uh, what's what's uh, Eric Thames? Yeah, Eric Thames. Let me look at the NBA schedule because Darren in Philadelphia told me try basketball. So I was like, All yeah, right. yeah. Your your fifth or sixth place finish was a big deal to Andrew Ronis. Nah, nah, yeah, well, yeah. He waited. I finished fourth. Ronis finished fifth. Oh, fourth. All right. Yeah. So there you go. It's good enough. For the first you know time. Remembers, yeah, first you know who remembers that you finished fourth? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> me. That's it. You're right about that. Nobody. Rodas does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so what we got tonight? We got the Kings and the 76ers. Uh, that's not that fun. You can listen to the Fantasy Black You know what's tonight. not fun either? Oh, that's true. I can yeah, listen I'll to be the Fantasy Black yeah. What's up, Jake? Corey, you need to tell my dang on freaking Bulls to stop winning. Yes, I notice that and every time I see the Bulls get a W, I think about you, your Bulls team that you're trying <laughs> to get the so tech. aggravated over here. They're playing good basketball. I think Six teams, straight. Teams with low expectations generally tend to play better. Like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is a perfect example. They had high expectations. They crapped all over the place. 
No expectations for the Jacksonville Jaguars. No expectations they, for the Los Angeles Rams. Look at where they're going. They went from a three-game lead or a three or four-game lead on the number one pick to now they're like fourth. Oh man, the Bulls letting they, let the Bulls and they're getting Levine back soon. I don't think Levine is that good of a player though. Uh, I would disagree. Yeah, I don't think he's that good. I think he's more athletic than anything else. Watch, they're going to do exactly what I told you, Corey. I didn't want them to do, and this is why I was so happy they sold off. They're going to get all the way back and end up being the eighth seed. <laughs> oh, yeah, they uh, exactly. They're going to qualify for the playoffs <laughs> as the eighth seed and be a first-round out So uh, against the Cleveland Cavaliers or the Boston Celtics. The Pelicans and the Wizards play tonight. That doesn't sound too fun. Oh, you got Anthony Davis, Boogie. Oh, you got Boogie and John Wall on the same court. That's the University of Kentucky dudes. So that comes on. The, but you the got, only- uh, Antikuta Sehopa, what's the space yeah, tonight? You got Giannis, you got the Cavaliers in Milwaukee taking on the Bucks, and that's going to be on NBA, on NBA TV, so I can watch that, Matt. Once again, at, uh, live from Studio 34, <laughs> Fantasy Black Book tonight. Matt, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can, do that. For you can do that, too. You listen to the Black Book, and you keep your, and you keep your eyes on uh, Giannis and LeBron. So Mr. there you Sussman. go right there. Mr. Sutton just stepped in the studio, so something might be wrong. All right, Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. Telephone lines open, 844-843-6879. Get ready to shut down hour number one. Get ready for the goon hour coming up in a little bit. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. So far, we got spend more time at the gym. I'm talking about things that I can do to kill the time, you know, while we have while I have no football. So I got, and I need your request too. You hit me up on Twitter at the Fantasy Exec or at MTSY Radio. Don Burns, let me know. You can call eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Um, you can send me a text message six four six nine. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I remember when I did that crazy stuff earlier this year. Um. So we heard so far, more time at the gym, bat, uh, watching basketball, golf. Matt was like, he'll get down. Jake was like, it's too expensive. And it, and, and it probably won't. Like, I would want to do the golf thing for networking. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's always like, you know, people that can hook you up. At least that's what I always think. So I'm still taking yeah, requests. Right. You're 100% right on that. Yeah. You, you go yeah. out on the golf course with somebody for four hours. Yeah. And you- a bond. There you go. So there you go. That that's cool. I'm down with that. But um, I might. I think about running for mayor of New York City. I'll be a campaign manager. That'd be cool. Maybe I maybe I start putting together my platform for mayor of New York City. He did not have sexual relations. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> they don't trust him. So there you go. I'm taking taking suggestions. Uh, Jake, your boy, um, your homie, um, I got this invite for you from your homeboy, uh, Justin Mason. I met him up here for Tout Wars last week last year. Uh, inviting us to the inviting us, I, I'm quite sure everybody got this invitation to the Great Fantasy Baseball Invitational. Did you read that email yet, Jake? Yeah. 
Looks fun, right? 15, fifteen. Yeah, this guy sounds like Scott Fishbowl for, for fancy baseball. Yeah, I was about to say that it sounds like Scott Fishbowl for baseball. So I saw him asking, like, you know, about the two catcher thing. I saw him a post on a post on his social media. He was like, for a fifteen team league, how many catchers oh. should people have to one. start? See, Jake, I'm you for a twelve yeah. team league, one. Yeah, Jake is a big time one catcher guy. Matt, you you like the two catcher format, don't you? Does por favor. That's a beef. Not a beef in ba- in fantasy baseball circles. I guess the I guess the idea of of the two catcher thing is to make it more difficult. Yeah, more that, that's just involved. like playing deeper and having you know having to go really deep. That's what I prefer. There's, there's, there's prefer, not even th- there's not even thirty catchers that are worthwhile. That's the problem. Which makes people have to try and take catches earlier. Like, I don't take catches early. I just, I won't do it. Yeah. I've been fortunate. I've hit on at least one of the two where you get a guy. If you can get one good catcher, one guy who's at least doing something for you, if, he, if he's going to bat 220, at least he's hitting home runs or something. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know. I prefer that. I like it. You know, you play the games, you want to play them. That's true. That's the biggest problem, Corey, though, is that you're forcing negative value on me, and I don't want to be in anything that forces negative value on me. That makes sense. That that does make sense, too. Um, I guess a, I guess a fantasy football version of that would happen to be starting two tight ends, right? Could be. Mm, it's probably pretty close. Mm. Or three kickers. What do you think, roster? What, 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 what's fantasy sport is roster construction more important in fantasy football or fantasy baseball? Oh, fantasy baseball, because if you're not paying attention rotisserie-wise, you could have the, like, it really depends on the format, too, because you could have the best points team. That would be a horrible rotisserie team. I think you could just, your roster construction could go out the window in no time if you're not paying attention to what you're doing. Always know what format you're playing. Yeah, that's what it comes, that's what it boils down to. That's the thing. It's like, Corey, you could win home runs by 40. It does well, as soon as you win the category as first place by one, all those extra home runs, all those extra stolen bases, whatever the category is, are meaningless. They're wasted value that you have on your team, and too often people don't pay attention to that, especially if you have somebody that shows up with surprises like Judge. Trade away that value to go get something else you need. There you go. Goon Hour coming up. Second hour of the Fancy Football Frenzy. We go YouTube Live. We get back to our ones. Start to hand out our game balls for Week 15 and plus we want you on the telephones. 844-843-6879.